so you knew one way or another that you needed two scores. They get the easy one out of the way, now they'll need to get the ball back. So Brandon, the question is, how do you accomplish that? You can onside kick it, or remember, since you've got all three timeouts. And all deep in his home territory, he coughs up the football. Welcome to I Game Around, the podcast that is still searching for a tagline. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Premium Pete. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hold on. You looking for a tagline? I am. I can't okay. figure one out. I had a old... We don't play games? No? No. Well, damn, that's a good but one. But you man. do play games. <laughs> so it's like, a, you know what I mean? A double entendre. Maybe we'll find one before the episode's over. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my old one used to be some niggas didn't like... Uh, the name so they can eat a dick mm. but that was too rough. yeah sure sure, sure. yeah too especially vulgar. for people who may not know who you are right and then you're like pitching them and they like listen to this like tagline like oh okay yeah, the very intro yeah, yeah. this may be too much <laughs> people will judge you you know what i mean I-, I started to learn that especially being in new york and um being around some different podcasters it's uh it's it's a animal market out there but then again you you grew up in florida right so there's fuckery all over the place <laughs> people killing themselves over a gum like girlfriend shoots husband because he doesn't give her a cigarette like, yeah that's florida headline it happens yeah but a lot of a lot of lotto killings happen in florida too sure. like a lot of people kill people because they want a lot anyway that's not what why we're here premium pete we're here to talk about you sir so how you doing today i'm good man you know um continuously moving and shaking i see and continuously busy but you know what's so funny? When people say busy, people automatically think that's good, right? Because mm-hmm. people say, well, it's better to be busy than not be. But, you know, busy sometimes may not only mean success. Busy sometimes is like, you know, could be family. Like I'll give you an example. For me, like I'm taking my daughter around. She's going to college. Right. So we're like going to college. Oh, wait, congratulations. And, thank you. Going to colleges and figuring out like where she needs to be. Oh, I don't like this school. So that's a lot of time clogged up amongst doing, you know, my own projects, amongst having a three-year-old son, amongst having a lady also, and Jeez. amongst, and then at the same time, what people always forget is to find time for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's very little time. How do you do that? You know, I, I be honest with you, it's something I struggle with, and it's something I'm really trying to uh, um, learn more because you need to, to be honest with you, then he's gone. It started, yeah, it started off rough. I ain't going to lie. At the fourth. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, Carlos. It started off rough. I'm Buffalo. Uh, okay. Well, that boy, that boy is gone. Um, <laughs> so, I guess what I'm saying is is sometimes people are so focused on family or projects right. that maybe like, for instance, anybody out there that ever had a project that they worked so hard on, they forgot to eat that day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, oh, shit, I didn't even eat. You know, and that's that's love. That's passion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, sometimes I think you go get so wrapped up in the shit you do that you forget mm-hmm. about yourself. So for me, it's like I'm really been trying to, like, I've recently been going out to eat alone and really trying to um, find out, like, you know, get, like, get in touch with myself. I, you know, to be honest with you, shit was kind of peaceful. You know, it was kind of like... Um, so are you the type of person to turn your phone off and kind of just sit there and be alone with your thoughts while you're eating? Or do you like answer emails and text messages? Some I've been doing both. Okay. But um, it's been peaceful just to like get a moment to unwind. Right. You know? Um, be alone uh, with yourself. For sure. And I think that um, sometimes you may love being around people, but I think what happens is you... Uh, 
you never get a chance to really get in touch with yourself. Mm. I think it's important because, like, if you're not happy, then who? How could anybody else be happy? Especially around you. Sure. Like, nobody can be happy if you're not happy. And 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 then again, I think like we live in a day and age like, you know, like, I can't really mess with miserable people, man. You know what I mean? I feel like, um, even if things are tough, if you could believe it, something could happen. Like, you just got to believe in it. There's always and, a way out. And you got to have a team of people around you that believe in what you're doing. Like, you know, it's it's like podcasting, man. You know, it's like for so long. And even still to this day, and probably some people in your family or my family or whatever, they'll look he's at... He's gone. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he's running slow. I don't know how he's gone, man. That was a slow run. <laughs> I was just like, with you. Okay, okay. But okay. you can see my team here. You know, they're all supportive, everybody. The Bills. <laughs> Buffalo. Um, but I don't even know what the hell I was saying. That was... Um, but um, oh, I think people being supportive. I think right. like, you know, like your mother may say or your cousin or your aunt or your friend may say you know what's a podcast like you know like they may look at it like ah you know you may not may need to find a job you know <laughs> i heard that from everybody i mean in florida and i can't i gotta i gotta make sure i say this very carefully i've never met i i've met very limited people in florida that I even knew what a podcast was sure. so me going out to start one was just blasphemy because it's like i might as well have told them i'm trying to be a rapper sure you know, sure it was the sure. same exact thing they had no clue what a podcast was doesn't make any money no not right now <laughs> sure sure it's a process you not know at the mean? beginning stages so what i do want to ask is the beginning of your podcast mm-hmm. obviously i know you from the combat jack show and That's my correct. fans probably do too so what were the origins of your premium peak show um, you mean getting started? Yes. Um, just, you know, me and Reggie had split at the time and the, the fans, the, you know, the, the, the listeners, the, like, were like blowing up the tweets, blowing up the Instagram and really showing me a lot of love. Like, yo, we miss your voice. We'd love to hear you do your own thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it came to a point where so many people had requested that I wanted to actually do it. Uh, with Dallas Penn. Dallas has been gone for a year uh, from the show at that time, or a little bit more than a year. And I felt like, oh, they've been asking for him. They've been asking for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do something different. And, you know, Reggie uh, was very talented at what he did. And I just felt that me and Dallas had a lot of um, other hobbies right. that we could have, like, you know, instilled into that podcast and kind of like, you know, whether it be sneakers or hip hop or, you know, streetwear or whatever. And we could really, like, have a different wide range of guests. And, you know, I guess, like, you know, it's funny, too, because somebody had asked me this a couple of days ago, and and I was like, yo, I was nervous because I was, like, so used to being, you know, a, a sidekick or a shotgun or... or Yeah, the B-mic. You know, yeah, and, and, and it's funny because I almost talked myself out of it, and that's sad, and that's why I want listeners to know listening to, to this today. You know, that, uh, you know, I almost talked myself out of it. Like, nah, you know, like, you know, maybe, maybe people won't fuck with it. Maybe you'll fail. Maybe people, like, maybe it won't be good or, mm-hmm. and, and then I was like, nah, but, you know, I knew I always enjoyed conversating with people. I knew that from a young age, that I could have conversations with people and people on the outside would never know if I knew them for a day a year or a minute, you know what I mean? They were right. like, oh, this kid, you know, and that's how some of my, you know, I like to feel like some of my episodes I've done with people, you get that kind of feeling, like that, you know, that y'all fuck with each other, that, that you know, you guys know each other or you girls know each other. I think that um, there was some fear there, so, you know, but, but 
Dallas, you know, he, his health was an issue, and he couldn't be able to do it at the time. And, and then he missed a field goal. <laughs> and, um, you know, he was like, yo, he was honest with me. And, and mm. I appreciate I appreciate that because he could have just kind of, like, stringed me along a little. It would have right. been taken longer. And when he was very honest with me, he gave me a point. Where I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to do this. And I did start off with a a, a, a co-host. I, I grabbed Miss his Liza, girl, right? Miss Lissa knows, Lissa, yeah. yeah. And um, it just things didn't work out later on. But I mean, she she's talented, you know. She's definitely a a, a girl that has a lot of um, you know energy and charisma. But um, where I was taking the show too was just different, you know. I wanted to continue to do more of what I thought was good. But yeah, you know, like she, we hit we hit the ground running, and that that was special too. Like that, I was able to hit the ground running. Like, I think that's hard for some people to do. But oh, yeah, start from the very beginning. But because I had a built-in audience. Right. You know, and easy. I was on Combat Jack Show for so long, and we had so many memories. And I'm thankful and blessed, to be honest with you, to have had a hand, a voice, in what that show was, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Combat for sure. That's for damn sure. So after... Let me let me see what I want what I want to ask here. So when you were doing in the podcast in the middle, like after I say a couple months, when you kind of got your footing and you kind of know what you want to do, were there any guests that kind of got you like super excited that you thought maybe I don't know what to say to this person because this is such a high caliber guest? Um, no, I don't. I, I'm, unfortunately, I I kind of wish I felt like that because I think that shows the purity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been doing this so long, you know, it's almost nine years, um, that. I felt that way on, 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 on Combat Jack Show episodes right. when Ice-T was sitting in front of me. And, and I grew up a big Ice-T fan. I grew up even New Jack City was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And as he started breaking it down and, you know, his, his, his tone and a voice and, you know, I was like, fuck, this is fucking Ice-T. <laughs> so I felt that way. Even LL Cool J, even Chuck D, like when we had on, you know, um, those were moments where I, you know, keep in mind, too, being a co-host. Like, that's the thing too. Like people got to know their position and what you do. Right. Are like, you like? You got to be around people that know their position, like and, and 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 know how to play it. Right. I knew how to play it very well with combat. And what I mean by that is like when it came to me, I knew it was like double dutch. I was ready to jump in, and then you got to get ready to jump out. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people want all the light. You know, my goal was for Combat Jack Show to win. I was just another piece of that. Um, as far as the, you know, the guest though, but sometimes when being a co-host, sometimes when it come to me, I'm like, damn, you got to make sure that, you know, because it's almost like a waiting game. Mm, yeah, you're waiting for your turn. You got to make sure you don't, sometimes I would forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and then I was like, fuck, because, you know, there's a lot of talks and, you know, just when you think you're going to get in, you may not get in because I don't like to step on people. And I think that's something that, as if you're a podcast listening and you have you know two three four five uh, co-hosts right. or, or or people involved, the idea is to not step on each other. I think people here's a couple of things I I'll, I'll give off the bat for people who even want to know. Audio's got to sound good, okay. If you're with a couple of people in the room, don't fucking step on each other, and shit can't be super goddamn loud. Like you know who the hell wants to listen where they feel like they're blowing their eardrums out? <laughs> who wants to listen where the audio fucking sucks? Mm-hmm. And who wants to listen when you're stepping on each other? And I think learning how to step on each other. Again, I'm going to give this gem for y'all. If you're a podcaster, learning how to step on each other. Okay, here's how you do it. You're on the mic, and you think of it as double dutch. So you can even, I used to do it even closing my eyes. And you just listen, and you listen. And you'll hear when it's your time to jump in. When that person stops breathing, 
not dying, but you, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, like whatever it is. And I think that you could work on you know meshing together. But here's the thing: don't be afraid to uh, uh, fail and fuck up. I mean, your second episode is never going to sound like your twenty-second episode. That's for sure. But whatever, I'm not here to give fucking uh, gems, or maybe I am. Yeah, right? you are. <laughs> You're giving gems to me directly. <laughs> well, I don't have co-hosts, but I would ask. So, what do you think is a more successful podcast? Somebody that does it solo, or somebody that does it with at least you know two or three other people? That's a great question, but I think that um, I don't think is one answer to that. I think that um, you know, I think of a successful podcast. Like, you know, like a Gary V podcast is, is, is successful. That's him and somebody else. So, yeah, I would say that's successful. A lot of information, a lot of juice, you know, a lot of sauce, a lot of, you know, a lot to learn from yeah. something like that. I think Tim Ferriss is another one, and that's solo. But then again, I think even like Joe Budden, and they have two uh, calls. I think, you know, they, they're doing a great job and killing it. So I don't think, you know, and, and even like um, Eric and Jeff, it's the real. Like there's yeah. two people. So then with somebody else, obviously it's three for those keeping count at home. Right. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I think they do a great job of not stepping on each other. It's not only not stepping on each other. It's being able to be listenable. You know, what's listenable? And that was a hard tackle right there. Yeah, but a good pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you're one of the first people that's actually into the game. Most people just, it, what? There's a game going on? I ain't even paying attention to that. Yeah, yeah he so. shot that in there. He shot that in there. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to more personal about Premium Pete. So what does Premium Pete like to do in his free time? When he's not busy, when he just has something to do by himself, what do you like to do in your free time? Eat sushi. You mean when I'm by myself, you mean? Or with other people, okay? Just with my family. Yeah. You mean like that? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I love my, you know, being with my kids and, you know, I don't know, man. I've been through a lot in life, you know, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, I've been up, I've been down, I've been locked up, you know, I've been successful, I, I failed, you know, I've been had good money in the bank, been dead broke, you know, um, been divorced, you know, been back at it again, you know, have an older kid, you know, have a younger kid. So, so I guess what I'm saying is, is as you get older, you start to realize like what's important to you. Right. And man, seeing my kids together is important, you know, watching them play with each other. Like my son just celebrated his, his third birthday and, um, my daughter, I was like, yo, you got to be there. You know, it was like we had that, like, a uh, trampoline park. And just watching them play, like, from a distance, like, just, you know, I mean, honestly, warmed my heart. Like, right. it, it, it was special. And I was like, damn, man, like, no matter what, like, that's the thing. No matter what you have, like, and anybody who has kids, and it's not only just kids, but we're speaking about kids, but anybody who has kids, if you don't get along with the, the you know, baby father or the or the baby mother or the husband or the wife whatever it nothing else matters except for them for the kids i mean you know your significant other should matter but if things don't ever work out like the joy of watching them and being able to do things with them you know and 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 provide for them and you know it's like funny because i feel like i'm living two different lives with an 18 year old and a three-year-old it's like my daughter's like you know like please put money in my account for Ubers, you know, and <laughs> my son is like, kind of like, play me, play me, you know, wants to play and play with trucks and, and it, it's special, but I, I guess what I'm saying, I just love like, really, like, that's the thing too, like, I moved out to Jersey for peace and I've got it, you know, mm-hmm. deers and fucking weeds and, you know, and <laughs> fucking, you know, you don't see a neighbor and I, I, I'm a Brooklyn kid, I'm a native New Yorker, man, so I grew up with people on top of each other. Right. So to be able to get that separation has been peaceful. 
So I guess I just continue to look for peaceful things. But, you know, I'm in the city. I work with a lot of different companies. I do the podcasting. I also help, like, executive produce podcasts and help with the network, you know, loudspeakers. So there's a lot of things I do. But once I'm done with that, a lot of that is on the run. So meaning, like, I'm out in New York. Like, my daughter's good. I'm back to Jersey. And I really, really enjoy spending time with the uh, with, with the family, man. I really enjoy it. I think there's something special about that. I grew up, my mother made something real special about having dinner as a family. Mm, and, that's a, yeah. and uh, you know, I try to just, even if it's only once in a while, I try to get Have that going again. Everybody. Yeah, man, that's special, man, to be able to like, you know, how was your day, man? You know, like, and you, know, you think about it, you, you want to be a caring father, you know what I mean? You want to be somebody who... Uh, who, who, you know, a lot, a lot of kids, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into this, but a lot of kids are affected. A lot of girls, a lot of guys, mm-hmm. even some people you may know that act real hard rock are affected by how they grew up, right. by how their parents treated them. And to be honest with you, when we start thinking back generations before us, they weren't the most warm, loving people. Right. You know what I mean? They 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 just they just weren't that. You know, they weren't. That's why it's like, you know, I look I look at it like my father is a great guy, but he was never that type of guy to like give me a hug or kiss me and tell me like how was your day? Mhm. And you know, my mother was more more like that, but I don't, you know, in the beginning early on I was like, "Damn, dad, like do you like me?" <laughs> I don't know, I was a little upset, but as I got older, I realized my father's father wasn't like that to him. Mhm. So that's how he learned. That's I feel that's what happens. I mean, each each parent should want to to be better than the last. Like you obviously want to give more to your kid than your father or mother gave to you. Right. But I do believe we live in a day and age where there's more love giving, there's more um, com- companionship giving, and there's more like you know like like you know I take my son to swim. Like I see like all these other fathers like. Just really involved, and it makes me happy. It's not just, you know, look, when I brought my daughter to uh, dance school, I was the only guy there. They looked at me like, what are you doing here? Like, where's the mother? <laughs> you know, and like, why? So a guy can't be here during right. the day? Can't be supportive. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, 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 oh, well, most guys work. Yeah, I'm working. You know, and that's that. That's another thing, too. That's success. That's fun. People, okay, success is, to me, may be different what success is to you or the next person or the person down the block. Right. Success is relative. But for me having a kid, 18 years old, right? But at that time she was younger. Me growing up a daughter, let me just say. Mm-hmm. Being able to pick her up from school like and still working, like meaning like, like you know, having the hours I had because I was consulting, it was a rough, scary roller coaster. Being, being able to make five, ten grand one month and then 500 in the next was very tough. But being able to pick her up from school every day, being able to go on school fucking trips and shit like that, mm. being able to be the only father at the time to be on these fucking things, that was success to me at that time. And that meant a lot to me because most people, success is just money. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'll sit here and I'll tell you, I know a lot of people with money. Ain't me. I know, <laughs> I know a lot of people with money and they're fucking miserable. Yeah, I always thought that success is what it... Uh, success is defined by your own happiness. Some people think that as long as I have a lot of money, that'll make me happy. But then you get the money and it realizes it doesn't solve as many problems as you thought it was going to solve. So you're just kind of trapped. And then once you get the money, you got to do whatever it takes to keep it. And then there's a whole vicious cycle that kind of spirals you down into depression. Sure. Sure. I just think you need to find a balance. Not meaning you in general. Right. You know, that's what I'm learning. Like, I'm not sitting here preaching. I'm sitting here talking about real life stuff that I'm going through still to this day. Mm-hmm. Life to me is a fucking seesaw. 
you know, sometimes you're going to go up and sometimes you're going to go down. But the idea is don't wait till you're only fully up to be happy. Find more reasons to be fucking happy. Like, you know, I have a couple of friends I grew up with. They find every fucking reason to complain. <laughs> they think the world is against them. The world's out to get me. And you'll never win like that. You got to surround yourself with people who keep it real with you. And you got to surround yourself with people who fucking actually believe these things can happen. Think about it. You surround yourself with people who believe in this fucking podcast that you do. That it could become more than whatever. He gone. The m- <laughs> gone. Off to the races. Mm. And he's at the 40. The 30. The tw- oh, shit. This guy may come and get him. No, no, no. He's gone. He's that boy good. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown. So, you know, you got to surround yourself with people who fucking keep it real with you. And that's another thing. Sometimes, you know, people with money or people with connections. It's so easy to get people who just yes you to death. Like, you know, right. be around you. and be, Nah, that's just official. So how do you weed out, you know, kind of the hanger-ons and the yes-men from your circle? I think it's very easy to see. And once it is to see, I think you separate yourself. And I think you separate yourself with not even an announcement. Mm. So many people want to make... That's why I say make more moves, make less announcements. Right. Because um, too many people want to, you know, talk about everything. Ain't no need for that, man. <laughs> separate yourself um, and, you know... People get the hint, man. You they know, take it. I mean, yeah, no disrespect, man. I've been busy, man. You know, just, just moving other places. And, you know, not every... And, and I think there's ways you could see it. And it's, you know, it's you know it's about who... You know, it's like almost like I'll tell you, like whenever I text people um, I always, or I talk to people, I always tell them, it, say good morning to someone. If it's the morning time, say good morning. Not like, yo, uh, when you coming, right? <laughs> or yo, when, you know. And you think about it, bro. And the reason why I say that for is like, yo, I get a lot of emails. You got a lot of tweets, a lot of DMs, and the way people come off is crazy. And sometimes it turns me off, so I won't even answer. Like you know, some like I, I think at one point in time I, I was like, yo, I got a lot on my plate. I'm looking to bring some people on. If you want to learn about a bunch of different you know industries, right? Get at me, and um, I, I got people like, yo, what's up? Holla at me. <laughs> what's up with bread? You know, like, and I was like, all right, you know. It's just the way people, like, and the thing is, like, here's the thing, too. We're in a new age. Right. So it's not, it's not like I'm like, yo, wear a tie, talk to me a certain way. Who the fuck am I? But I'm saying it's just funny how people, like, I even had, like, I've done a lot of things with, with Bum B. Mm. And I've had people ask me through those circumstances, like, I would tweet, like, yo, got some opportunities. If, you know, you know somebody who wants to be, whatever. And I get a bunch of emails and somebody like, yo, what's up? Uh, I want to know. About the opportunity, and if you could hear, uh, let Bumby listen to my mixtape, <laughs> like, 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 here's the advice without going too deep into this. Right. Now, the greatest line in that song, um, uh, with Drake and me goes, was it "Walk like I talk it" or mm-hmm. whatever? Where's like first night she gonna let me fuck cause we grown. I love that line, but at the same time, some nights you don't gotta fuck the first night. Right. So what I mean by that is like you know. Like if 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 you you inquire in about something, you don't have to throw everything at once. You don't have to shoot your sh- full shot at once. Like you know, like try and build with somebody. Mm. Nothing, not, you know, something's not. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have. Like here's the one thing I think many people don't have, including myself. But I'm learning to have more and more of it. Patience will be the bridge to all your successes. Mm. I learned that at a very young age, um, especially dealing with this podcast. I mean, obviously, it's not like I hit you yesterday and then you just showed up today. You know, we've been talking back and forth for the last week or two. So what I try to tell people when it comes to my podcast and my 
quote unquote little success, if you will, and how I get people on my show is sure. you just you work with people. Sure, you know, sure. Obviously, like I, I consider you a busy person. Mm-hmm. Whether I didn't know what you had going on at all, I just consider you busy. So I'm not gonna go ahead, oh we're doing it today, we're doing it today, we're doing it today. I'm gonna ask you for a date and then on that date then I'll ask you if we're doing it that day and then I'll wait for you to respond. It's not I don't need to be on you twenty four seven trying to figure out sure, when sure. we're gonna make something happen. I need you to because I feel like if you force somebody to do something that they really don't want to do, it's going to come out horrible. Sure, sure. No, no, no. I, I, your approach was, that's why I answered you back and then stayed in touch with you because you don't know my schedule, but I told you it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's really all I had to say. That's I go, it. my shit's kind of crazy, but we're going to figure it out. And, and you know, I think when someone understands that, like, and, and it's true, like, like, it's about approach too. I think when someone, like, the approach is is... is sincere and i think i i felt that you know um the way you wrote or whatever you wrote i felt it mm-hmm. that it was sincere and i was like okay this is somebody i'll fuck with um i appreciate that thank yeah you. yeah i think and i think it's how you come off think about it you know what i mean like it's how you come off to somebody you know I, I, that's just my opinion so speaking of that i do want to ask you how do you stay grounded you know like if you're when you started you started probably a little above my level where i started now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you started with a, a couple contacts so how do you once you start seeing success from your show? How do you kind of remain humble and remain still that person that is still a genuine person and not turn into quote unquote a, a dick? dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that all the time from other people. Um, man, I, never forget where you come from. You know, like I really, I don't, I don't, I don't ever look at anything I've done to be the reason why I should treat somebody uh, less. Or the things I've been involved in. There's a lot of people who don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know what a lot of people are doing. But I always felt like if you remember where you come from or where you've been, like I use certain things to help me stay grounded. Like, you know, when I was younger, you know, getting locked up and making a mistake like that. And it's funny because everybody used to on the Combat Jackie show, you like, all Pete does is talk about jail. <laughs> well, motherfuckers, I hope I proved you wrong for the last two years that... That I could do something. But but what I mean is when I did talk about jail, the reason why I did is, and, and this is very honest, there was a time where I was in a box for a year. It was a little small room. I didn't know if it was day or night. It was very trying, very very depressing, very tough. You know, things like where Khalif Browder, you know, um, right. you know what happened with him. And there's tons of Khalif Browders out there because of situations like that. And I spent a year in there, and that's a long time. Oh, it's not not three years, you know, like he was in there or, or, or other people. And there's people in the box for 20 years, 15 years. But I always think back to, you know, where I was and then where I am today. Even knowing sometimes you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, or you don't know next week. I, I, I'll give you an example. You know, some people say go get a job so you can get security. <laughs> but that job could let you off next week and then you'll have to look for another job. So why not try to take a, a time to follow your dreams? Here's the thing, too. You could work a day job or a night job and still make sure you take time for, you know, because your day job will fuel your dream job. Right. And, you know, until it could get off the ground, until it can grow wings of its own, until it could probably be financially, uh, uh, you know, bringing some money for you to be able to, you know, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I feel like the way I've been able to stay grounded is I don't want much. Like, you know, I want my family, I want my daughter to be okay, my son to be okay, you know, my family to be okay. But the little things make me, pe- like, go. honestly, as I got older, I lost all my, like, my, my vices. 
you know? Mm. Like, I, don't, I used to love gambling. I don't do that no more. <laughs> I don't do drugs. You know what I mean? I drink mm. wine every once in a while. I don't even drink beer, really. Once in a while, you see me. Wow. And okay. so if I, I'm like, damn, am I getting fucked up? Am I gambling? Am I fucking... Like, so these little things like going, like I said before, going out and grabbing sushi by myself and, you know, or, or, or I like traveling and, you know, or just seeing other things. And, and so little things like, you know, keep me grounded to know that like, yo, motherfucker, there was a time where, you know, you could have got lost in the sauce mm. and now you're here. And that's another reason why I try to always help other people out. And even while I'm still helping myself, I'm not somebody like, I'm here and I'm helping you out. Like, nah, I don't sit on no throne. Like, right. I'm in the fucking grind just like everyone else. I just have a lot of experience. Mm, okay, so you take from that, from your past experience to make sure your future doesn't not, Sure, not to hold me back, but just to stay grounded to the sense of like, you know, damn, you come far and just be personally happy for myself mm. and know that, you know, if God gave me a second chance, I want to give somebody a chance too, mm. you know? Like, that's why sometimes people would DM me like, yo, you know, I'm going through something with my lady. You know, I know you've been divorced. You spoke about it. How do you? And sometimes I'll be like, yo, give me a number. And they're like, what? And then I'll call them up and then I'll be like, yo, what's up, man? Premium Pete. And they're like, oh, shit, this is fucking funny. Like, <laughs> and I'll be like, yo, what's going on with you, man? Like, how's everything? And I can't help everybody. Right. You know, I started, one man. To, you know I started to try to help... Uh, some people in depression because there's a lot of people that go through depression and I touched on depression for years and uh, but then you know sometimes some people are very serious so so you know I cannot help them I have to guide them into places mm. to go for more help but I get I get a joy out of being there for other people because there were people who were there for me that's the time that you needed it yeah mm, gotcha. family friends you know so what are your thoughts on therapy um I think it's important when I was young I fucking I wasted time on it. You know, I went there and Holly didn't even talk. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I, you ever feel like you go back and you're like, the fuck was I doing? Yep. Like, I should have just <laughs> never went. Like, I'll give you, for instance, high school. Like, I stayed outside for one year. I should have just stayed home. Mm-hmm. I went to school to stay outside. Damn, waste just, of time. <laughs> yeah, just stay, just stay fucking home. So, um, I think therapy is important, man. Um, the only thing is when you hear your own voice, it kind of gets weird. When you realize, like, oh, shit, this guy's just sitting there. I'm just talking out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's important. It's important for the, the issues you have. Because as I sit here and I tell you, like, yo, you know what? I think at the times I was in the box, that's what helped me, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what helped me stay grounded. But I'm not sitting here talking about the moments that still affect me from those times. You know what I mean? Right. And then maybe, and, and to be honest with you, too, what I'm learning is, and I want to take it back to some of my friends I grew up with because I feel like they're the... Don't ever let people you grew up with talk you off your game because, let me tell you something, they don't understand where you're going. You always... You, man, if you know where you're going, man, then, then just just go because some people try to talk you off your game. They don't know where you're going. They don't, they've never been there. Right. So they, they don't even see the vision. But uh, some of my friends, like, they're so reactive. They react to, to everything. You know, car cuts them off. Go crazy. Uh, so what I mean by that is... Short-tempered. Like, I think talking to somebody helps you react better. And what I've learned is to stay grounded and successful, you, the way you react to things is important. Like if somebody says, like, yo, you a bitch. And, and you know, maybe I want to go take a baseball bat out of the car and fucking... Well, what, what's going to happen with that? Mm-hmm. End up in jail. Maybe the kid dies. 
And then you don't see your family. No more podcasts. No more fucking eating pizza or sushi. You know what I mean? Yep. Whatever. Just, you know, value your freedom, man. And I think that you could react to things so much better. Like, and I've learned that over time. And I know it takes time to get there. But, you know, the way you react to things can can decide your future, your success, and really just your well-being. I feel like if you get a chance to talk with a therapist about shit like that, could free you up to be more calm, cool, and collective. And I will say, I know a lot of people fuck with showers, but I'm telling you, you get in a hot bath, lay there, refocus, think, plan, attack. Special. Damn. Feel that way. That's some real gems. Get some Epsom salt in there. Cucumber <laughs> melon. Cheer. Feel go good. Yeah, this is... Uh, Buffalo it, sucks. <laughs> just wait on it. Anyway, so uh, I do want to uh, shift gears real quick to... Um, obviously, uh, Combat Jack was on the Loudspeakers Network, and when you moved... Well, he co-founded the Loudspeakers right, Network. excuse me. Yeah, so when, good. You, when you did move and you transitioned to the Premium Peach show... You weren't affiliated with Touchdown. This is a tie game. Sir. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> My bad. Um, when you did uh, Shift, you didn't act necessarily join the loudspeakers. No, I, you know why I felt that. So when me and Combat split, it was obviously you know I think I've spoke about this before on other platforms, but but it was obviously over money. It was a business. Mm. Um, you know, I just had my son, and I needed more than what I was getting, mm. and that didn't happen. Um, and I wanted to move on and I wanted to, you know, make a move. And, and, um, I felt like angry at the time at combat, right. which, uh, which bothers me to this day. Cause I feel like we wasted, uh, time and he's not here no more and I can never get that time back. So I, that, that, that does hurt me from time to time, but we did spend a lot of time together, uh, before he passed. Um, many great moments um, of him telling me how proud he is of, you know, of me and how much he loves me. And we, uh, we shared a lot of moments. But uh, I guess at that time when I, when I did my own show, I helped build loudspeakers with them. Like, Combat Jack Show is the reason why loudspeakers got built. Right. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to fucking be on loudspeakers. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like I was kind of mad at Combat, so I didn't... Um, you know, I didn't want to be. I didn't feel, and I felt that, and I felt that, like, yo, I got my own connections. I can get my own ads. What do I need them for? Like, it's not like I'm seasoned. You know what I mean? Right. But truth is, it was just me being mean. Like, I love Chris Morrow. Me and him are good friends. Um, me and Reggie were brothers. And at the end of the day, I, I do a lot of things for loudspeakers. I've done, I've done a lot of things for them. Uh, working behind the scenes. Um, you know, doing, doing, you know, just whatever I could do to help them grow. I believe in that network. Um, I just didn't want to be on it at the time, but I'm affiliated. Yeah, I mean that's family, man. Mm, so yeah. Gotcha. So right now you're independent. Technically. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I work with uh, a lot with Engine Room, their studio, and uh, they afforded me the opportunity to do the podcast every week. Mm, so okay. um, shout out to my man Scotty over there. But uh, yeah, they, get, they he's the one that came to me and was like, "Yo," because when he seen at the time you want, that I want to do, he's like, "Yo, if you want, get a home here, man." So, mm, gotcha. but yeah, but they're affiliated with loudspeakers. Everything loudspeakers is home team. Man. <laughs> it's all love. Like people, like you know, everyone involved, like A King and Jonathan Mena and Chris Morrow and 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 so many people, man, and Matt Raz and just just everybody involved. Like I said, you know, I, I'm a guy who like that's the thing. Like I just don't do a podcast. You know, I'm a mover and shaker. You right. know, so what I mean is like I've got, you know, 
I've got companies that I want to bring on, that I want to do this, that I want to get a piece of, that I want to do this. Like, I, the, Look, for a while, I used to connect people for free. Now, motherfucker, that costs money. <laughs> I need a check attached. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ain't nothing wrong with it. And why, why not? I definitely agree with that. All right, so there's only 19 seconds left, so obviously this will be over in the next um, couple minutes. Sure. So what I, the way I normally end my show is I ask, if somebody only listened to the last two minutes of this podcast, what would you like for them to take away from it as a whole? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I'm I'm always a weirdo when it comes to this, and what I mean by that is, uh, I always take the spotlight off of me. If they're listening, I want them to understand that no matter what you're going through, and just because you're struggling, doesn't mean you're failing. Believe in yourself. If you have a dream, you know, a thing that you want to do, I go, I put in the fucking work to do that. Um, there'll be days that it's tough, but, you know, stay strong. Listen, don't ever, ever, ever not believe, okay, that you could do something. Don't ever not believe that you could do what you love for a living, okay? This is a new day and age. You don't have to sit in a cubicle and work there for 40 years and go to a fucking Christmas party every year with people you don't fucking like. <laughs> you could throw your own fucking Christmas party and fucking hop out of a cake. No, but believe in yourself, man, and, you know, and, and, and have fun and, 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 you know, whatever you decide success is, um, work hard to, to, to get it. And when you get it, make sure you embrace it. Don't wait for a fucking exact moment. That'd be maybe a hundred years from now. You may never get it, man. You know, life is like, it's funny because people like who become crackheads years ago, we used to say like, yo, they chase the high. That's the same thing in life. You're chasing that success, like chasing that bag, chasing that moment, that contract, that deal. But if you don't ever embrace it, who knows when the next one's coming? Damn. It's a real world some premium peak. I mean, listen, you know, you got to take the time, man. Here's the thing, too. I want to leave something behind when I go. You know, I want people to at least uh, be better um, from listening. You know, again, I'm a kid that uh, came from Brooklyn, uh, made some good moves, made some bad moves. But I could have been out of the game. I could have been dead. I could have been gone. I could have been all because I wanted to live a fast life. There's shortcuts. There's no such thing, man. Like, honestly, I feel like we live in a world of convenience. But that is find a legit convenience, just like find a legit hustle. You know, I think that it's important, you know. And, 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 don't, and, and, and at the end of the day, too, don't only look at what you see. Like, don't only look at, like, people like, like say, you know, you, you take a picture on a hammock in Bahamas. And people are like, damn, I want to be like that. But they don't see all the nights you stood up late. All the tons of emails you answered, all the hard work you put in order. You know, it's like, you know, think about it. I'll give you an example. I did Combat Jack Show five, almost six years, right? Five years? Five years, I think. Five and a half, maybe six years. I fucking lived a hundred and something miles away each way. Damn. In the beginning, like, you know, like, like, I mean, I put on like fucking 40,000 miles in one year. Just, just, oh, shit, just that, that's how much I believed in, in the show You know what I mean So what I mean is You know there was times I couldn't make it home It was like 3 in the morning I had to pull over on the side Sleep for an hour Head home I remember You know I mean there's a lot of things I'm just saying It's not as You know this shit This shit is You know Shit looks glamorous sometimes On social media Yes sir Shit's not glamorous Just in You know I don't know man I don't want to fucking be a preacher man I just <laughs> I just I just I just want to tell people Again, just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Just keep on going, man. 
Once again, real words from Premium Pete. Thank you so much for joining my show. I Yo, what happened to the fucking it. game? Oh, Bills won? Yeah. yeah. You fucking, the cheat code is in the building, man. <laughs> cheat code is in the building, not yeah. just boys, though. I'm just, I'm just really good at this. Um. <laughs> no, but thanks for having me, man. Uh, I feel like we uh, had a, a, a rev run type. Uh, yeah. We weren't in the bathtub, you know, <laughs> type of session. But, you know, uh, best of luck to you and everything you do. Thank uh, you. You know, I find it uh, very admiring that, uh, you know, that you, you literally are living the dream mm-hmm. of like, yo, I'm picking up from Florida. I'm coming to New York and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm make it do what it do. And if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. But if you do it. make it in New York, get the fuck up out of here. Afterwards. <laughs> you know why? Find peacefulness, man. Mm. Find peacefulness. Jersey, I'm coming. <laughs> Cheer. And we out. Peace. <laughs>